0: Love Talk Radio. Oh, it's that time again.
2: I am absolutely positively ecstatic about today's show. I have become, t- I have uh, started to love Thursdays a lot more since I've started the show and have been able to share with you. Uh, tonight is going to be a phenomenal show, but I want to uh, go back to last week. We had a fantastic show called Enough is Enough. We had Motivational Powerhouse Felicia L. Hamilton and filmmaking phenom Spike Spielberg, host of the Spike Spielberg Show on Blog Talk Radio. So if you missed that show, you are welcome to go back and listen to the archives. But tonight, like I said, I'm excited about today's show. It is power-packed with some phenomenal guests, and I promise, by the end of this show, not only will you be fired up to achieve every single goal, but you will be develop some laser focus so that you will achieve every single dream that you have had this year. Now, um, this month, I think, is January Jumpstart. And for that reason, every show is going to jumpstart you and get you focused and motivated to change your no-I-can't attitudes into yes i can action. I want every show to be power-packed, so that by the end of the month, you will be powerful, and I guarantee you, if you listen to these shows, every show is uniquely designed with you in mind. Now, I told you that I was ecstatic about tonight's show, because we have some phenomenal guests, and I'll tell you more about those later, but I want to welcome, first of all, I have a co-host tonight, yay, and it is my friend, my colleague from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, She is the host of her own blog talk show, uh, Unveiling the Mask. She is the writer of uh, Unveiling the Mask weekly newsletter, which had a phenomenal issue this week entitled, I'm Pregnant. So if you missed that or if you're not a subscriber, please visit her site at unveilingthemask.com. And she is also the author of Weekly Wisdom, 52 Ways to Live a More Fulfilled Life. So I would like to welcome to Real Talk, welcome back to Real Talk, Uh, Miss Sherlyn Vaughn, and I'm going to get her on the air. Sherlyn? Sherlyn? Sherlyn Vaughn? Miss Sherlyn Vaughn? Yes. Okay. Hello, Sherlyn. How are you? You know I'm still (laughs) working out this technical stuff, girl. (laughs) Not a problem. (laughs) What's going on? Nothing. How is the other Lou? St.
3: Louis. (sighs) It's cold today. I know it's cold here, too. It is cold in the loo today,
2: but I'm ready to
3: get things heated up with Real Talk.
2: Yes, it's going to be a hot show tonight with our first guest. You know her. We coach with her, and I'm excited about having her on the show. Ms. Valerie Burton is going to talk about how we can rise and shine through consistent coaching. So I'm excited about that one, but I'm also excited about having you as a co-host, so briefly tell the people who you are and what you do, real quick.
3: Well, uh, of course, you you said pretty much most of it in the introduction. I have a book out, Weekly Wisdom, 52 Ways to Live a More Fulfilled Life, and you can uh, purchase it from my website of, of course, all the other retail sales. But I also am the founder of Unveiling the Mask Enterprises, and I'm a certified coach dealing specifically with women of sexual and domestic abuse. So that is what I'm, you know, that is an epidemic in our country that most of us feel that is taboo, but it's time to unveil the mask of the shame and the guilt that we feel. So um, I'm a certified coach in the Life Purpose Institute dealing with sexual and domestic abuse.
2: Wow, and she is a phenomenal coach. If you don't uh, get her weekly newsletter... Uh, Unveiling the Mask Please sign up at unveilingthemask.com I'd like to welcome everybody who is in the chat room right now I love y'all for supporting Real Talk I'd like to say hello to Miss Indy Lady uh, Curvy Queen and all the guests Guests for 4829, 4803, 4801 Tonight, uh, Shirley, we have our first product sponsor Yay! Yay! Um, yay! And they donated some books uh, It's Greg... Starworth. He is our first gold level product sponsor. And if you want to become a, a sponsor of Real Talk with Tanya White, please visit TanyaWhite.com. We have three levels, and, I mean, four levels, and three ways you can be a sponsor monetary, service, or product. So check that out. I'll tell you more about that uh, in the middle of the show. But right now, Sherlyn, are you ready?
4: Yeah, I'm I'll so excited.
2: Ready. Now, let me introduce our first guest because we've coached with her. I call her the coaches of all coaches. <laughs> and uh because if it were not for her I would not be what I'm doing what I'm doing today.
3: Right. Um, and and you know, Tanya, it was actually in um the first coaching session I I believe is called Destined to Write, that me and you took
5: yes.
3: that with Valerie Burden that my book Weekly Wisdom was born. So, you know, we wow. did some brainstorming that work and that was the title that we came up through Valerie Co- uh, um, Coaching session. So she is an awesome coach. She is phenomenal. How many years ago was that, Shirley? You know, I believe, three, four. Y- you know what, the the years seem like days now. So don't me lying. Mean. I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> but listen, let me tell you, y'all in for an exciting show.
2: Uh, Valerie Burton is a life coach. She is also a weekly columnist for Tom Joyner's BlackAmericaWeb.com, the author of of several great best-selling books, Rich Minds, Rich Rewards, Listen to Your Life. My personal favorite, Sherilyn, is What's Really Holding You Back. We had some sessions in my personal coaching, and she probably remembers that. Uh, And Why Not You in her latest project, How Did I Get So Busy?, if you don't know her books, you probably remember her face. If you watch T.D. Jake, she was the first uh, face that you saw uh, on, he had a talk show years ago called The Potter's Touch. But if you want more information about this awesome woman, uh, visit her site at ValerieBurton.com. We want to uh, click her own. Hopefully, let me pray that this works. But we'd like to welcome Ms. Valerie Burton to Real Talk with Tanya White. Hello, Valerie Burton. Hey there, Tanya.
6: Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing fabulously. How are you?
2: I am fabulous, fantastic, all those (laughs) efforts put together. I'm excited. I'm trying to calm myself down because I'm excited to have you on Real Talk with Tanya White. Well, I'm excited
6: about your radio show, and thank you for bringing me on at the beginning of the year.
2: Yes, I mean, I had to have you on. You're one of the reasons, one of the strategic reasons of why I'm doing what I'm doing today. I tell everybody, I don't even know what my life was like before I started coaching with you. Wow. Uh, But I'm glad that it's changed for the better and uh, that you helped birth me into my next next level of destiny. So uh, I'm excited to have you on this show. We have a lot of people in the chat I have Sherlyn Vaughn as my
0: co-host. Uh, to Hi, Sherlyn. Hi,
3: Sherilyn. Now, Valerie may remember me as Sherlyn Azubiki. Oh, okay. that's
0: right. That's that right.
3: Because right. like, we <laughs> Sherilyn
6: sounds familiar, but that last <laughs> name I don't know.
3: <laughs> that's right. So it's like Thanks. a it's like a mini reunion now. <laughs> wow.
2: Yes, and it's all because of you. Valerie, would you like to say something or introduce yourself quickly
7: before we get right? Well, I think you introduced me very well, Tanya.
6: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I am uh, outside of Washington, D.C. I'm in Annapolis, Maryland, which is uh, where we live. And, um, you know, my purpose is really inspiring women uh, to live <laughs> fulfilling lives. I do that through writing and speaking. I have a lot of men that also read my books because they're not specifically for women. They're for everybody, but I tend to have a lot of women. Um, Because I think a lot of times women like reading books about personal development. They're constantly looking for ways to grow and to understand themselves better and to move to the next level. And so it's really a blessing to have had the opportunity over these last nine years to just pursue my passion, and and to hear you and Sherilyn talk, I, it just really um, it's exciting. You know, it's exciting to know that you're doing work, and people take that work and do something with it um, that changes other people's lives. That's the most exciting part, and I think that's how God works. You know, when He gives you your purpose, and you start operating in it, other people benefit, and a lot of times there are ripple effects that you never ever see. Yes. And it's always a joy to hear about some of those ripple effects.
2: Yes, and you said a key word, operate in them, because we all have gifts, and we all probably know what our gifts are, but then you have to move into that next level of yes. operating in them. And that's where coaching comes into play. I tell everybody, everything I'm doing, I knew I had it in me, but it didn't come out until I started coaching uh, with you. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight, how to rise and shine through effective and consistent coaching. And um, I want to start with my first question. I'm just excited. So if if I get too excited, Valerie, you know me. You know how to calm me down, okay?
6: (laughs) I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I love your energy.
2: (laughs) Now, listen, life coaching, that phrase is, you know, it's like a catchphrase now, but a lot of people still misunderstand the concept. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us what coaching is? as opposed to mentorship, as opposed to consulting, and those, those three. Can you tell us what coaching really is?
6: Well, coaching is really about working with people from the point of where they are right now and helping them better understand why they're here, meaning their purpose, and how they can move towards their vision and really the coaching process is about helping people to push through the obstacles and the challenges that show up along the way because a lot of times, you know, it's really not just about whether or not we know the steps we need to take, but it's about understanding ourselves better and our behavior better because a lot of times we get in the way and sabotage our own success. A lot of times it's about um, relationships and how are we able to show up better in relationships. And so there are a lot of different things that contribute to your ability to be successful and to become the kind of person you'll need to become in order to manifest the vision um, for your life. And so coaching is about moving you from where you are to where you want to be, which is in an authentic way where you're supposed to be anyway.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you said something we have to understand ourselves. Absolutely. Most of the time, as you know, I had to break through that really dealing with myself in understanding who I am and what I'm called to do. How do people get to that breakthrough, or how do they overcome being afraid to really see themselves and who they are and what what they can be? Because sometimes that can be frightening, too. Well, Tanya, I think it's everything starts with
6: the truth.
4: Yes. And,
6: you know, we, we all know the scripture from uh, the book of John, that you shall know the truth, and the truth shall shall make you free. Mm-hmm. But the truth a lot of times is terrifying for people, just admitting how they feel. You might be in a job that you hate, but you've never said out of your mouth, I don't want to be here. Oh, my gosh, I've I invested a lot of time to become a lawyer, and that's not what I want to do with my life. How do I even express that out of my mouth, let alone tell somebody else what it is that I'm feeling? So I think that it's crucial that we face the truth first. Mm-hmm. And once we do that, we really are then able to say, what do I need to do then based on this truth? What's my next step? If I admit this truth and if I can face my own fears, then it becomes about us, I think, praying for the courage um, Mm -hmm. and the strategies to be able to move forward. So I really think when it comes to fear, it starts with facing the truth about you. What are you really afraid of? Mm -hmm. You answer that question, then you peel it back one more layer. Why am I afraid that's going to happen? If you're honest with yourself, you start getting the kinds of answers you need. And a lot of times what you find out is that your fear is really not as significant as you thought it was if you're willing to at least peel it back and look it straight in the face.
4: Yes.
2: And, Sherlyn, that's probably what your whole concept of unveiling the mask is about.
3: Right, Right. and just exactly what uh, Valerie was saying is what I like to call the onion effect, Mm because as you're peeling a layer, you can get to see more clearly that you have work to do and get to the core, but most people don't want to peel back their layers because they're afraid of what's there. Mm -hmm. And that is, in order to admit the truth, you have to be able to take responsibility and get to the heart of whatever the issue is.
6: Absolutely, and you know, when I, um, when I wrote What's Really Holding You Back, this is exactly what it was about. Yeah. You, know, you know what you're supposed to be doing, and for whatever reason, you're stuck. You're not doing it. You've been talking about it. You have a plan. You've written the plan out. You've talked to people about the plan. You've imagined it. You daydream about it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> We've all had those, those things in our lives that we wanted, and we planned it all out, and for some reason we're stuck. It's like we're paralyzed with fear. Yeah. Okay. And the moment that I was asked by a coach, As I described my vision, which I thought was so big, and he thought, uh, you know, that doesn't seem like a big deal for you. Mm -hmm. He said, what's really holding you back, Valerie? And that was, it it was a tough question. I didn't even appreciate the insinuation that I might be (laughs) held back. (laughs) Yeah,
2: because you don't think that.
6: You
4: know, you're like,
6: nothing's holding me back well. (laughs) I, when he asked the question, I, the, reason, the only reason I was offended was because there was truth to that question. It yes. needed to be asked, mm-hmm. and I needed to answer it. And I remember I was at a conference, and I remember going back to my hotel room, and I just started praying, and I said, Lord, there is something wrong. There's something holding me back. I, have, I really don't know what it is. And I, honestly, I didn't. I wanted to know, but I didn't know what it was. And God showed me that he, not only was he going to show me what it was, but he was going to empower me to be able to help others figure out what their own fears were. But I think even more importantly than knowing what the fear is, is deciding to do something about it. Yes. You don't have to know why you act the way you act to change. Yes. You can change and figure out the rest later. That is, you know that's, It's nice to know, but it's not necessary to know. Yes. If something's not working, it's time to make a change. Right. And it might be uncomfortable, and just expect it's going to be uncomfortable. I'm, you know, I'm going to be outside of my comfort zone. Therefore, it's not going to be comfortable. Right, right. <laughs> but in order to change, I've got to have the courage to take
2: steps despite my fear. Yes, and that is that book. What's really holding you back? I've seen that. I was uh, at a barber shop <laughs> taking my nephew, and a guy in the barber shop had that book. Really? So, yes. A lot of men that I talk to and. We talk about uh, certain things in books. That book, What's Really Holding You Back, comes up a lot uh, of, in men's conversations. Mm-hmm. So that book was transform- transforming in men and women. So I know that transformed my life because, like you said, you have to ask yourself that question. Yeah, and uh, and it, and the
6: reason I put the word really in it, when originally when I proposed the book it was what's holding you back.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: And, you know, the publisher always says, okay, that's nice, so give us five more titles, which I, I hate that, but you always come up with something better when they make you do it.
4: Uh-huh.
6: <laughs> and then I remembered the conversation, and the coach didn't say what's holding you back.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: He said what's really holding yeah. you back. Yeah. And I think that's key because it's very easy for us to give surface answers to questions.
4: Yes. You know,
6: what's holding me back? Oh, I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's my kids. You know, oh, it's this, it's that. No, it's not. <laughs> it, it's something else. There's some fear there. You know, why are you really procrastinating? Yes. And so, again, that goes back to you telling yourself the truth so that once you're able to deal with the truth, you can get to an answer that's really going to work.
2: Yeah. And that you're going to be satisfied with, too. hmm And say, okay, I, I know it now. What am I going to do? I have no other choice. Sometimes you come to that point. I have no other choice but to move forward because I can't stay where I am because I know right. the
4: truth.
2: <laughs>
6: well, know. you know, Tanya, one of the things I talk about in that book in particular, there's a chapter called um, Use Frustration to Fuel Your Turnaround. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just get tired of ourselves.
4: Yeah, I know I do.
6: I don't know about you, but I mean... <laughs> I got I tired of talking about writing a book. You know, right. I talk about I'm going to write a book. I tell people i was going to write a book. You know what? One day I finally said, are you going to write a book or not?
1: Exactly. I was
8: sick of
6: myself, so I sat down and I wrote a book. Right.
2: <laughs> yes, I know I get sick of myself, and I'm like, girl, come on now. Enough's enough. That's my new mantra, enough's enough. Let's go do what we're supposed to do. That's right. And so talking about what's really holding you back. Uh, identify three what's. I don't know if we really pinpoint it. We said fear, but uh, what's the more what's that hold us back?
4: Well, really I, think the us back?
2: I think
6: the what's, Tanya, are about what type of fear. Okay. It, fear is always at the core of it.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, my fear, as I peel back my onion around that question that was asked of me, what's really holding you back, my fear was rejection.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: I wanted to keep my goals small enough that I could, I could reach them all by myself. I don't have to ask you for help. I don't have to ask for your approval. I don't have to ask you if you like this idea. If I keep it small enough Mm -hmm. and I can control everything, then I don't have to risk rejection. And I didn't realize that's what it was until I went through this process of really being honest. And I realized I wanted to go to a much bigger level. And to play a bigger game, (laughs) I definitely was going to have to reach out to people. Um, I wasn't going to be able to control it all myself. But for others, it's not fear of rejection. It's fear of criticism. Mm-hmm. It's fear of a failure. It's fear of success, because when you succeed, the bar is raised and people's expectations yes. are raised. Your level of responsibility goes up. And a lot of times, we don't, we don't want that. We don't want that raised expectation. It's our fear of saying no. Yeah. So many people are not on the right path because whatever someone
2: else comes up with for you to do, you do it. You do it, and you flip-flop and flip-flop. I tell people I had to develop that uh, ability to say N-O mm-hmm. and say it in a loving way. And mm-hmm. once, once you start saying it, and saying it lovingly and trying to, you know, offer people alternative ways that they may not think about because sometimes we just resort to the comfortable or the familiar. And that's why we ask people to uh to do things over and over again. And so when I start saying no, people start saying, okay, she really needs that.
3: Yeah, you know what, Tanya? I think that when you—that's uh, powerful what you and uh, Valerie are saying because a lot of people ha- are still stuck in that disease to please.
8: Mm-hmm. We think that
3: it's really like kids or children, but a lot of adults have that disease to please, and they are—they really want to say no, but they're afraid to say no because this person won't like me, and that you know mm-hmm. they think the worst of everything. But it's very empowering to say no and be unattached to the outcome. And Absolutely. Yes. And if you know your purpose, then it
6: becomes easier to say no because you're not yes. trying to figure out if every opportunity is for you. Yes. Right. You can say, does this fit within my purpose and priorities or not?
4: Yes.
6: And yes. if it doesn't, then you can say no. And you can say, you know what, I I know who would be right for this. Yes. You know, sometimes we can say no and actually make a suggestion. We don't have to do that,
2: but yes. that's one of the ways that we can say no. yeah. I do. I, I learn to do that. I say no all the time. and Some people, they won't ask me now because they know I'm going to say no. Cause, and I tell them, well, you know, it's not a part of my purpose. You know, it's not a part of my plan. So, well, you know,
6: Tanya, they, there are people listening, and they know there are people in their lives that manipulate them because they yeah. know they're afraid to say no. So when it's time for a project to come up, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I'll uh-huh. ask Sherilyn because Sherilyn doesn't like to say no. So I know yeah. if I ask her, she'll say yeah, even if she doesn't want to do it.
4: But, yeah, but
6: yeah. manipulators don't care if you don't want to do it or if yeah. it's not within your purpose because they just want what they want.
4: Yeah. And
6: so we have to recognize that behavior. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's one of those things we recognize when we say yes to things that do not fit within the purpose that we have in our lives, then we're saying no to the things that do.
4: Yes.
2: And so
6: there's Absolutely. not time
2: to do the things that really matter. Absolutely. You get farther and farther behind. Hey, Valerie, we have a call from Michigan, and so we're going to take that call, okay?
5: Okay. Hello, Hello.
2: and welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White.
5: Hello. Hi, Tanya. How are you? Fine. How are you doing? Good. I'm, I'm a first-time caller, and it's I really am... Yeah, I really enjoy your show. It's really nice. <laughs> did you have a question or comment? Um, yeah, I sure did. I actually, um, I was kind of wondering how to go about. Um, I'm kind of in that, um, I guess I don't know what you'd call it, but constant state of like always trying to find my purpose. But I don't know if that's part of my problem. But I just want to find it so bad, and I, I, I love people, and I love helping them. But I just don't, still really know what I'm. I'm about thirty. I'm almost thirty-six, and I'm still like. Still don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, and I just don't uh, know how to find out. <laughs> if you had any suggestions for well, me, we have the master
2: coach on here too. <laughs> and help me found
5: out find out what I was supposed to do. Valerie, would you like to tackle that question?
6: Absolutely. What's your name?
5: My name is Kelly. Hey there, Kelly. So,
6: what I, I hear your heart. I hear that you know you, when you said I love people and I want to help people. Um, I'm curious to know how is it that you want people's lives to be better when they cross your path.
5: Um I just I, I just want to make them, you know, emotionally just feel better, just, you know, make them laugh or, you know, just make their their day better. Um, you know, or, you know, even physically, just just any, you know, just anything that would just, you know, make their spirits high you know if they're having a bad day you know just to know that somebody cares about them so wow. I, okay. I just love people so much <laughs> i just so, and it's frustrating because i don't know what to do well, <laughs> i mean there's let's, little let's, things let's, that you, you do but
6: that. what i hear is that you do know some things and i'm wondering if if it comes naturally to you to lift people's spirits to bring joy is that something that you do easily and that energizes you
5: yeah, yeah, it's, it it comes pretty easily for me, yeah.
6: Okay, so the question I just asked you is the question that when you answer it, you're describing your purpose. Okay. <laughs> and so what I heard, and I'm going to kind of summarize a mission statement for you, and you could you can write it down and later edit it and kind of perfect it, or you can just, you know, take it as it is. But okay. What I what I heard was, that your mission is to lift spirits. Yes, definitely. And so when you say lift spirits, I'm going to take this just a little bit further, and I'm wondering why it is that you feel compelled to lift spirits. What
5: have you seen that's made you feel passionate about lifting people's spirits? Um, just um I, I tend to um well I don't tend to, I do. Um I actually um <laughs> I struggle, um, very badly with um depression myself and um I just realize and know how it affects people and I just um just you know, people in general or even people that don't have it, you know, I just know how like one little bad day or just anything that can upset people can kind of, you know, make your whole day kind of messed up sometimes. So just anything to, you know, just really make people feel better or I, wow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Kelly, I'm going to ask you two things. One, I'm going to ask you to,
6: to stop saying I don't know.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs>
6: because your spirit knows, and when you speak from your spirit, you are telling me exactly what your purpose is. So I asked you what compels you to be passionate about it. And you mm-hmm. said something that I think is a tremendous rule when it comes to finding your purpose, that our purpose is almost always connected to something we have already experienced ourselves. And mm-hmm. a lot of times our purpose is born from our own pain. And you describe perfectly the pain that you've had to struggle with depression and so you know what it's like to have your spirits be low and i'm guessing that when you encounter someone whose spirits are low you actually feel pain and empathy for that person yes i do and so i i feel even more strongly your purpose is about lifting the spirits of those who cross your path and so when you're at work you know your role Within a team or within a group, when you're talking with friends or dealing with family members, you know what your role is. Now, you can't make someone, you know, snap out of a bad mood, but you can do something that causes them to laugh or you can say something that causes them to think in a different direction or to see the bright side of things. And I Mm -hmm. want you to remember from this day forward, you have a purpose.
5: Oh, thank you.
6: (laughs) Was that helpful for you?
5: Yes, definitely. I I so appreciate it. So you're welcome. You're welcome.
4: We so as you head time. to 36,
5: yeah. I think you got your purpose already. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank, well, thank you so much. I I so appreciate both of your times. I I um, and I'm I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't catch your name because Valerie is it? This is Valerie Burton. Mm-hmm. Valerie. Well, thank you so much, Valerie and Tanya. It was very nice to talk to you and thank you so much for your wonderful advice. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a very nice day. Exactly. You too. Hey, Kelly,
2: uh, contact us at Real Talk with Tanya White, and we're going to send you a gift, Valerie Burton's uh, book, What's Really Holding You Back. Oh, gosh, that would be so great. (laughs) Great. So send us an email at realtalk at com with your mailing address, and we will get that in the mail for you, okay? Oh,
7: well, thank you so much. That would be perfect. Thank you. Thank you for following. You have a fantastic weekend,
2: You guys
5: have a great weekend, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Miss Valerie Burton. Mm-hmm. That is why you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was divine connection, and that's exactly what we like doing here. And our time is out, Miss Valerie Burton. That was quick. I know it. We're gonna have to have a Valerie Burton day. <laughs> a oh, real power Valerie wife.
3: Burton.
6: <laughs> well, we will have to do that. And uh, Tanya, I really enjoyed being with you, Sherilyn. It was so great to hear your voice. Um, yes. Again, and uh, and the caller was just such a perfect example of how yes. often we think we don't know something, but we know. We have to give yes. ourselves credit. We know.
2: Yes. We know. Hey, Valerie, can you give us your contact information and what's coming up for you next?
6: Absolutely. They can. Um, Uh, Visit me online It's ValerieBurton.com. I have a weekly e-newsletter, so they can subscribe right on the homepage. It's free. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I've got lots of things coming up, mainly um, teleclasses. I teach classes um, over the phone, and we have people that call in from all over the U.S. and Canada and sometimes the Caribbean and and Europe, too. So we've got upcoming teleclasses for business owners, for coaches, and for people that are wanting to transform their lives. And they can
2: find all of that at ValerieBurton.com. At com, Sign up for one of those fantastic classes It's not only about the class But you meet some
3: fabulous people That's how That's me and Roland me met, <laughs> wow. And we have been Helping each other ever since
4: yes. wow.
3: But Valerie Burton
2: I love you, you know I love you I call you I my love writing
4: you too. <laughs> My writing,
2: you birthed me as a writer And I Amazing. hope to get back With you this year Because I need to go to another level wow. uh. Um, I'm ready for you, Tanya. Thank I you know you are. Home.
7: I know God has
6: prepared you for a life. I'm so proud of you, though. I am so proud of you and of how much you've accomplished in the last few years.
2: Well, thank you for your passion and, your, and following your purpose. Well, y'all uh, have you, a great day. You, too. Bye-bye.
6: Bye. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Happy you New Year. Okay.
3: That was fantastic, y'all. I just love Valerie.
2: I love Valerie Burton. She just, just has
3: that spirit. I just love her.
2: Yes, I'm telling you, if I had not coached with Valerie Burton, or, you know, Valley Burton, I know that was God's divine pick for me, but uh-huh. if you uh, are stuck in a rut, you need to get a coach. Coaching is, like we said, it unleashes something in you because you can have everything in you and don't know how to pursue it, and that is exactly what having a coach is. Get over that fear, whether it's fear of success, fear of rejection, deal with Uh, Those truths, like Shirley says, unveil that mask. Because when you unveil the mask, you unleash so many other wonderful things in your life. Do you believe that, Sherlyn?
3: Yes, and you know I'm so you know time flies when you're having fun because I really wanted Valerie to expand on you know especially us African Americans. I yes. got to keep it real. We think coaches therapy or uh, exactly. it, 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 I ain't crazy. It's not about being crazy or that you need help. It's simply preparing you to the next level, mm-hmm. you know, and it's an investment within yourselves. Please don't tell me you can't afford to. Uh, to buy a coach or to invest in yourself and your coach because this really is an investment because once you really let go and tell the truth, you reap benefits oh for God. years to come. It's a lifetime investment, and it just amazes me how people say, "Well, I ain't got time to do that," but yet you'll blow that on you know putting or money in a coach purse. Right to buy a coach purse? <laughs> right. you, you ain't no benefits from that coach purse besides somebody thinks you got money. So keep yes. it real and keep, you know, it's 2009, and it's time for us to get it together. We are the biggest consumer. African Americans yes. are no longer the uh, minority. We are the majority now. Yeah. And it's time for us to get it together and really take our lives to the next level and stop playing small. Well,
2: you, that is a perfect segue into our next guest. Time has flown by, but our next guest is a young Brother, who has got his stuff together. I mean, when I went, every time he sends me something or asks me something, I'm thinking I need to be learning from you. Cause at his age, I was literally cuckoo for cocoa puffs, and I didn't even know my purpose. But this right. our next guest, Lamont A. Hicks. I'm telling. I'm gonna let him tell you uh, everything that he's doing. But Shirley, do you have any comments? Because I know you all work together.
3: Because uh, you uh, you know uh, I love Layman. I love Layman. It seems like it's a lame. Layman. It's okay. it's like a um. It's just like a family reunion for me on this show. I I've, I've had the opportunity to meet with him and we correspond back and forth. Me and him first met at Kevin Bracy's. Um, I think it was the first step for speakers. Training And this young gentleman, I'm like you, Tanya. I was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, too, to the highest degree. Talking about bipolar, I was tripolar at that age. (laughs) But he got got it going on, and I'm just so amazed with the things. I don't want to tell the things he's doing, but to have it together, know your sense of purpose. When he gets our age, oh, honey, I know it. I mean I I
2: just wanna be on the same in the same room with him. Right. When he's my age. I'm like, look, can I be your uh whatever, your assistant. Right. I might <laughs> step down and be your assistant. Yeah. Can I be your publicist or something? Let me just be in your circle. But let us welcome to the Real Talk show today. We're talking about how to rise and shine in on nine. We talked about how to do that through consistent coaching. Now we're gonna talk about uh Rising and Shining by finding the Right Mentors. We're going to uh, welcome our next guest. His name is Layman. I call him Lamon, but he knows. Don't count against my heart. Hello. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White.
9: Mm-hmm. Tanya, Sherilyn, y'all there?
0: Hey. Yes.
9: What is going on?
0: <laughs> Nothing. What is going on with you?
9: I am Actually, I'm trying to find some classes to finish out my senior semester uh, mm-hmm. at Florida State. It is... Um, sunny,
4: it's
8: chilly,
9: but it's it's moving down here in Florida.
2: Is it? Well, listen. I told everybody I wish I was like you when I was your age. Would you like <laughs> to tell everybody how old you are so they can be floored like I am?
9: Twenty-one years young.
2: Can, can you believe that? Twenty-one years young and full of life and full it, of that's life it. and focus and focus. <laughs> not just life, but focus. Because I was full of life at twenty-one, but. <laughs> I was heading in the wrong direction.
4: <laughs> but
2: uh, this, uh, I think, first of all, let me calm down. Let me get focused. Thank you for coming to Real Talk with Tony White. I'm trying to put on my professional voice so I can calm down. But um, Layman on Lamont, how do you pronounce your name?
9: It's Layman, like in Layman's terms.
2: Okay. See, somebody in chat agreed with me. Wow, I was a mess of 21. I was too, Miss Mel. I was too, but this brother is focused, Layman A. Hicks. Watch out for that name. He is he is on the path to being Les Brown, Tony Robbins, uh, Farrah Gray, all of them put together. Tell us, why are you at Florida State University? What is your major? What are you doing? What's your purpose in life right now?
9: Well, I'll be completing my degree with a bachelor's in criminology, minor in psychology and communications, and it is my hope and desire to... Uh, enroll into our graduate program here for instructional systems with the emphasis on human performance, um, which is right up all of our alley. Um, I'll actually learn how to design instruction to get people from here to there. Um, It's a powerful uh, major, it's one of the top majors of graduate programs in the nation, Um, but my purpose really in life is to enrich, educate, and elevate our youth to get them to the next level, to believe in themselves. Um, A lot of times they look up and they idolize the individuals who are on TV, and so many times they're trying to become that person, but they don't realize that they can become their own star. So I want people, and especially our youth today, to realize that you are who you are because God has already given you the abilities, the tools, the purpose that is designed for who you are as an individual.
3: Wow. Wow. That was a mouthful That was a mouthful And see, I'm a teacher and I see the
2: youth of today And let me tell you something, Layman You're going to be a powerful, powerful, instrumental figure In the next move Because I, I believe it's getting ready to change This whole shift in the
8: world
2: Is going to change our mindset uh, uh, for youth and their parents So, let's get down to some questions for you <laughs> All
4: Are right. you ready? Yeah, I'm
9: ready, go ahead
2: all right, now, as a motivational speaker, how did you know this is what you were called to do uh at such a young age? You're only twenty one that's still a baby in in some i I think the
9: biggest thing for me was that I always knew that i I wanted to do something with speaking, and at the mm-hmm. age of I think it was about ten I was in the fourth grade, I gave my first speech um i I did a speech about martin luther king and i loved I loved the fact that hey, I can rally a crowd up. Um, I can get them going, but I wanted to become a lawyer. And I still have a goal to at least go to law school one day, but maybe becoming a lawyer is not where I want to be because I really want to inspire and take people to the next level. I want them to reflect upon who they are. And me being able to go into colleges, schools, organizations – that alone right there in itself provides me a high. It gives me that, that nurturing feeling. It gives me that opportunity to say, you know what, this is your destiny. This is your purpose. And Motivational Speaking provides that for me. So I love it. I love being able to coach. I love being able to train and just enrich the
3: youth today.
2: And that is what you're doing. Charlotte, do you have anything to ask,
7: Layman?
3: Actually, I'm just so amazed uh, at Layman. He's just really taken off uh and really blowing up and I'm so proud of him and like you said at a young age there's so many people who don't have a direction you know when they're in their 30s Sometimes they still don't know what their purpose is. So I want to know from laymen, not only did you find your purpose at a young age, but what was it that kept you focused? What was it that, uh, do, can you recall any ground points? Because, you know, I know youth today in their listing, some may say, well, that's easy for laymen. Maybe he had both parents at home, or, you know, maybe he had some kind of help along the way, but I'm out here by myself. So what was it at a young age that made you have the focus?
9: You said two powerful things. You said that maybe I had two parents in the home. In fact, I did not. And in my book, I talk about discovering your purpose. Um, My purpose, I felt came from the fact that I didn't have my father figure in the home. I didn't have any male figures to teach me how to be a man. And when I got to my senior year in high school, I developed this program called Help a Student Out, where we helped 150 second and third grade students to teach them how to spell, do math, and all the sorts. And I realized that you know these same individuals are in the same shoes that I was in when I was younger. And I started to realize, you know what? If I'm able to take these kids to the next level, if I'm able to allow them to feel better about who they are by just telling them, yes, you can, then this is my purpose. This is what I want to do. And the way I continue to discover that purpose is by developing mentors, by finding mentors, by finding individuals who would invest their time, their talent, and their treasures in me, but also help me realize who I was as an individual, who would train me, who would coach me, who would develop me as a young man, develop me as a person. Tell me when I'm wrong, but tell me in the fact that, you know what, I'm telling you that you're wrong because I want you to succeed.
2: Fantastic. Let's get to this book. Sherilyn, do you have his book, his new book? No, but I'm going to get it. Listen, let me tell you. I read this while I was getting my, my pedicure. That's my, how I read it and pour back into me so I can get centered. And I read it during the whole pedicure appointment, almost. And my absolute favorite chapter in here, it, all of them, I love all of them, but the one that stuck out to me most is Chapter 2, Seek Mentors. And that's what we want to talk about with you, How to Rise and Shine Through Finding the Right Mentors. Now, you have a mentor who also did the foreword for this book. Right. Can so you tell us who that is?
9: My mentor, um, one of my first mentors was Delatoro L. McNeil, um, who is a speaker. He's an entrepreneur, best-selling author, um, just completed the book, well, about over a year ago, uh, caught between a dream and a job. Um, He has really deposited a lot of wisdom into my bank account of life and helped me take the speaking business um, and just life in general to the next level. Um, Del and I met. My uh, senior year in high school, I was speaking at a, a presentation of over 1,000 to 1,500 of Tampa's most prominent black leaders, and he came up to me and gave me his business card and said, I want to mentor you. And that was shocking for me because I hadn't had that before, but the powerful thing there was that there was an individual who recognized something in me and wanted to take me to the next level, and I, I, I jumped on that opportunity
2: now, if those of you who don't know Mr. McNeil, if you watch Paula White today, he's been on there many, many times. A couple that's times. Where, that's why uh, I first got uh, familiarized with him. Very powerful brother. And it's awesome to see how God is connecting you with some phenomenal mentors. And you talk about uh, some others in the book also. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it so important for people to choose mentors? Not only choose them, but like you said in your book you have to be persistent and you the person who's seeking the mentor has right. to do the follow up
9: right the the, the, the the most important thing about finding your mentors, and I know we just had Valerie on the call talking about coaching, and I believe Sherilyn said something that was key. She said that you know you have to get outside of that obstacle of I don't want to go through a therapy session or or something of that nature. Well, if you can't get past that stage of I'm I'm in therapy, then mentoring is great because mentoring you don't have to feel like hey I'm 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 under therapy, I'm under counseling, but In retrospect, that's what mentorship is. It's -hmm. it's a trustworthy counselor. It's a guide, someone to take you to the next level. Um, I like to term it, it's that extra to get you from ordinary to extraordinary. And the powerful thing about finding mentors and finding mentors who will actually develop you is that, you really understand who you are as an individual because the right mentors will tell you and they will pick up on your weaknesses and they will help you turn those weaknesses into strengths.
2: And you said also in your book that you have to be ready to hear the truth, so to say, that's what you said. Yeah, so yeah.
9: I, I, believe, I believe in feedback yeah. equals love.
2: Yeah.
4: Um,
9: you, you have to develop that, that security with yourself to allow someone outside to tell you, No, that's not the right thing to
2: do. Exactly. Exactly. You say, expect to be challenged, expect to receive constructive criticism. You must always keep in mind that it is all meant to better you as an individual. Visual. That's what you wrote in, the, in this book that I keep. <laughs> yep,
9: yeah, you, you, you have to be prepared to advance. And if you're not ready to advance, then I don't think finding a mentor is what you're looking for um, because mentors are going to take you to that next level. Um, even in coaching, I mean, you're investing in yourself with coaching. Um, mentoring can sometimes be free. Um, all of the mentors in my life right now, um, they've deposited wisdom into my bank account of life based off you know, me just reaching out. And that's where it starts. You have to reach out. And once you reach out, you show people how serious you are. It took De La Toro and I yes. over a year to connect with each other. But my persistence paid off. And if you're not persistent, then you might as well hang it up.
2: And, that, and that, that was another part I liked about this chapter is that the person who is seeking mentorship has to be persistent. I get a lot of calls, emails all the time, ooh, would you mentor me? Would you mentor me? Well, if you know, if the person that you choose to be your mentor is very busy, right? They're, they're focused on their life. They're focused on living their purpose.
0: Exactly. And
2: a lot of times, we talked about this in the first segment. If you go fly by night on any other, you know, any other whim, then you're going to get outside your purpose. So most of the time, when people say that, it's that that reason why we don't connect because they don't keep in contact with me. They'll call me one time and. You know, I tell them, give me two to five days to get right. back with you. Right. Uh, and so because you become dealing with those issues, Sherlyn, unveiling that mask, you're dealing with rejection, you're dealing with that. Sometimes they take it as me rejecting them, and it's really not that. Right. I'm living my purpose, and I, I want to mentor, but you have to show me uh, that you really want mentorship. you got to stick with me. you got to be persistent. And I love you know that part.
3: You know what, Tanya, what both of you are saying is really key. And a lot of times, you know, I remember I have various mentors for different aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I remember going to Fran Harris, who was one of my mentors, and she told me I needed to read 14 books. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when I finished reading those 14 books, I gave her a call back. A lot of times... You know, it's not about taking rejection, but sometimes your mentors want to see, as Les Brown said, how hungry you are.
4: Yes. Right. And
3: you have to get into the point like you're a pit bull. This is mm-hmm. my life. I'm ready to take it to the next level, and I'm not going to let go.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: eventually that mentor, and some you you don't have to stick with one, because right. everyone comes into your life for a reason. When that particular season is over of your mentorship, Someone else will come into your life, but you have to really have a sincere desire that this is what you want, and the universe will bring that person to you in a time. But if you just say, well, I emailed her, and she never emailed me back, well, how do I know she even got the email? So I'm going to email you again to make sure you got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you have to really be hungry for that.
2: You have to be hungry, and you have to get over that fear um i learned uh my dad always used to tell us growing up you know you might as well ask because you never know what i'm going to say i'm going to say yes or you're going to say no but if you don't ask then you never know and you'll just be running around in circles and right. so at a young age i learned how to go ahead and for what i want and if right. they say no <laughs> i mean and so it, and find if another way why
3: right. and if they say no did you die
2: Exactly.
3: If they say no, you know, when I first started out wanting to write my book, um, I would email and call authors whose books I really admire. Mm -hmm. If they didn't contact me, I said, oops, they're lost. Move Mm -hmm. on to the next one." (laughs) You know, because I felt that I'm just as good as anybody else. I just need to know how to bring that greatness out of me.
2: Yes. Everybody, all of us need to know that. But Layman, I want to take a call. We okay. have a call, I believe it is from the Atlanta area, 770, oh. I believe. I'm, I'm thinking, hold on. Now,
7: yeah, Georgia.
2: And so, let's click it on.
1: Well.
2: Welcome to Real, T- Real Talk with Tanya White, 770.
1: How you doing?
2: Hello, how are you? 770? Oh, sorry, Wrong number. Okay, he had the wrong number. All right, we have another call, though, from the Cincinnati area, Layman, okay? Oh, cool. Hello, welcome to Real Talk. Hello, Tanya. Hello? Hi,
10: Tanya. Greg Starworth, Cincinnati, Ohio. How are you?
2: Hello, Greg Starworth. He is our first product sponsor of Real hey. Talk. Hey. Hey, Greg. Hello,
10: how are uh, you? Uh, hey, I'm doing wonderful. Tanya, I want to first say what a powerful show today. You got two phenomenal guests that you, that's calling me in, and also yeah. Sherilyn. Uh, uh Just the whole fact that you guys—this is like an all-star cast here. And uh, I want to address a couple of things um, with uh, back to Valerie in her. You know, when you talk about what's really holding you back, and she mentioned the things about rejection and mm-hmm. criticism, and failure. Uh, I know about them. Them are the things that I struggled with, you know, as I was writing, uh, my recent book and, and, and also in writing stage plays has been tough. Yeah, and just to be able to identify your weaknesses and your fears and be able to overcome it is so awesome. And so I really appreciate that. And also, Tanya, I really appreciate you sharing with her that, uh, uh, Men, essentially, black males that's doing these things uh, go through the same process, go through these same issues, too. So that was powerful.
4: Yeah.
10: And Brother Lamont, I tell mm-hmm. you, Brother Lamont, I tell you, I am so proud of you. You When you say 21, Florida State, and when you mention about uh, writing books and being this motivational speaking, and especially when you talk about elevating youth.
4: Thank you. It is
10: so powerful, man. And, and you know, I, and I tell you, um, Obviously I wanna know where I can get your book because any brother that can bring this message like like um uh, Tanya said at your age and, and the progress the progression you're making it is powerful. So before you leave there please let us know how we can get your book. Definitely. The definitely other, thank you. Last thing I got one question for you. Um I know you mentioned about mentors and stuff. And um when at what age did you realize that, you know what, this is my purpose? You know, know, I know you mentioned about uh, a gentleman that's kind of like a mentor and he's the author. But at what age did you really realize that this is your calling, this is your purpose, and this is the direction you were going? And I'll like to stop there. And, Tanya, thank you, and I'll be listening to your reply. Well,
2: thank you. So we're going to... Let Layton go ahead and answer that question.
9: Yeah, definitely. Um, As I mentioned before, it it was really my senior year in high school, going through that, developing that program and working with those students it just took my level of thinking to the next level. And that's that's another thing about mentorship is that when you're ready for a mentor, you have to advance your level of thinking. Um, because if you continue to think that you're not good enough, then you won't be good enough. And mentors are placed in your life to be, you know, to help you become great, um, to help you to go to the next level. Um, so it was my senior year in high school that I realized, you know what, this is really what I love to do. I love being around people. I love encouraging people. In fact, now in my position at Florida State University, I serve as a student body president of over 41,000 students. And I have all the time people walking in and out of my office, me being able to chat, me just being able to take, you know, help people realize, okay, this is what my potential here is on campus. I want to help out in this way. Okay, how can I help out in that way? And to serve in the capacity of being a mentor to so many, people on our campus has provided me so much reward um, that I want to be able to do that now for another level of individuals, and that is the youth today um, that we have that are coming up in the world.
2: Wow. Layman Hicks, a rising star on the motivational circuit.
3: And you know what, I am? Okay, go ahead. Layman and I co-wrote a book together, Unleash the Passion for Your Purpose. Right. And
2: we're, we're going to talk about that because two two people will get one uh, unleash the passion for your purpose. And also, Layman had was gracious enough to send us one of his books, A Treasure Chest of Motivation.
4: Definitely. And so, if
2: you uh, comment or send us an email at Real we'll Talk at Tonya White, commenting on the show, we will give you. We love giving gifts out here, and we will get that into the mail to you. We have one more call, and our time has flown by. I told you it was going to go fast, Lehman. You did. <laughs> <laughs> and we have another caller from Georgia. Let's see if this caller is ready. Thank you for calling Real Talk 404. Do you have a cu- question or comment?
10: Oh, how are you doing? My name is uh, Quentin Davis. I just I just got in and just uh, picked up on the last few uh, statements that Mr. Uh, he's uh, commented on. He invited me to the show earlier today uh, from Facebook. And I was
2: just listening in. Okay, well, thank you for listening in, Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to mute you out continue to listen, okay? All right. Okay, thanks. Yes, layman, our time is out. We're going to have you back in May as we're uh, everybody is getting ready to send their kids home for summer break.
4: Yeah, well, uh, yes,
2: yes, teachers, yes. I'm a yes. teacher, so I will be pushing them out the door. Maybe <laughs> you can, you Inspire, inspire the parents to do something great with them this summer. So I Not will really. email you that and, uh, uh, in the future. But let's give out your information. Where Tell us where you can get your book, A Treasure Chest of Motivation, Eight Jewels of Wisdom for Young Adult Success. And this is for any adult success. I love right. this book. And also, unleash the passion for your purpose. Give us your contact information.
9: Well, we, you know, the year is all, every new year is always about new things, and we just launched our new website, laymanhicks.com. Um, so you can go on there and find all of our information about um, the services that we offer. Our product are on there as well. Both of the books are on there. We're um, in the planning stages of now releasing the audio version of the book, and you will even be able to download that too. So um, I've recorded that, and we're about to get ready to release that as well. And also sign up for our our e-newsletter in layman's terms, Inspiration and Motivation to Be Your Own Star. It is a free newsletter that will go out every month. Um, Let us continue to connect and build upon greatness together.
2: And listen, we got some comments from the chat. Everybody said it's a great show. And somebody said, you have great energy and a wise spirit. Thank you. So uh, continue to stay focused. Please send me a graduation invitation. Yes. I feel like I'm your sister, adopted sister, so uh, or auntie, whatever you want to call me, because I'm <laughs> All older right. than you. Yeah, and if you <laughs> ever get the opportunity
3: to see Layman, in, in person and hear him live. Oh, yes. man. The, I mean, can hey, people invite you in the church uh, for events and stuff like
0: that, Layman? Yes, that yes, yes. Website? In fact, I,
9: about two weeks ago, I spoke at a youth service, and I talked about how to rise and shine in
0: 2009. Um, right. shine
9: and standing for strengthen your relationship with God, have a winning attitude, invest in yourself. Um, neutralize the weapons of mass destruction, and exercise your ability. So it's it's time to shine, like you said, um, and you're doing an excellent job, Tanya, of, of having the powerful comf- uh, conference call that you have today and you're on your radio show and the guests that you have. You're really taking people to the next level.
2: Well, thank you. It's such wonderful people like yourself, like Sherlyn, like Valerie, who encourage me to be who I'm supposed to be. Well, listen, Layman, I'm definitely going to have you back for a whole hour, maybe get some parents to call in who need cool. to know what to do with their children for the summer because okay. I'm going to be pushing them out the door. <laughs> Don't push them too hard. I'm not going to push them too hard, them hard on, but I'm going to push them ahead. out the door. <laughs> but we want them to stay All focused. Right. Maybe tell them to read your book so they can get some success, Keith.
4: That would be Thank great. Thank
2: you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, we I will follow up with you uh later tonight okay but other than that you have a fantastic week and a fantastic semester All right, you all as well thank you bye bye wow yeah, strolling i love him too he just he energizes me i'm like wow and you know I, he's
3: not afraid to ask for what he he's like whatever i want to know i'm going to ask <laughs> and he
2: sends me questions all the time and i ask him questions all the time And like I said, this young brother, if you're just joining us, laymanhicks.com, please visit him. Uh, Senior at Florida State University, very focused. Just released two books. I forgot about that. Uh, A Treasure Chest of Motivation, Eight Jewels of Wisdom for Young Adult Success, and Unleash the Passion for Your Purpose. Yes. We are having a fantastic time. I have my wonderful co host Darlene Bond from St. Louis, yes, please I'm give us your information. We're at the
3: halfway point. Oh, if you can reach me. Uh, I'm all over the internet, but you can reach me at www.unveilingthemask and that's m-a-s-k dot com. I'm also on MySpace, uh, MySpace dot com slash unveiling the mask, and I'm also on Blog Talk at Blog Talk unveiling the mask.
2: Yes, and when is your show coming on?
3: The show will air. We took off for a a little while, but uh, we will start airing on Tuesday, January the 13th. We are, uh, are launching a new show, a new format, a new program, and January is all about the Law of Attraction. Wow. I have some of the guests that, um, if you read the book The Secret or if you've seen the DVD, you know, we have some guests from the actual show and the DVD of The Secret who will be talking to us all of January about how to actually put this law of attraction into, because it's really not a secret, but how to put that yes. in effect so we can put away the excuses and make 2009 the year it's supposed to be.
2: Well, and that is, I know it's my year to shine. I'm going to give birth like you wrote today. I'm pregnant. I'm (laughs) pregnant with destiny, vision, and dreams, and they are going to be birthed this year. We are at the halfway point of Real Talk with Tanya White. This has been a phenomenal show. I've been excited ever since I booked all these guests because I know it was going to be power-packed. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to jumpstart to January so that you can rise and shine as the star that you are, as Spike Spielberg says. I like to say hello to everybody that's holding it down in the chat room. Y'all make me feel loved. Y'all make me feel like I know what I'm doing. But I love you all. Miss Mel, Pastor Variant. Kirby Queen is holding it down, Shirley, in a in the chat room for us. she's She's putting all the information up, so I told her we're going to have to hire her for Real Talk with wow. we'll you White,
3: and I'm not able to be on the chat. So thank you for holding she it down. Is holding
2: it down. Thank you, Kirby Queen, uh, Miss Smokey775, My New piece. all the guests that just chimed in, thank you for listening to Real Talk. We are going to take a brief break. We're going to play some music because, really, this month is all about the choices that you make. So you can choose to rise and shine, or you can choose to stay where you are. It doesn't really matter. It is your choice. So we're going to listen to a song by one of my favorite artists, and it's called I Choose by NDRRE. We'll be back in about four minutes, and we'll be ready for our next guest, Michael D. Brown, who's going to teach us how to rise and shine by building our personal brand. So, Sherilyn, get some water, take a stretch, and we'll be back in about four minutes. All righty.
0: Because you never know what life is gonna take you And you can't change where you've been But today, I have the opportunity to choose Here I am now looking at 30 and I got so much to say Gotta get this off of my chest, I gotta let it go today I was always too concerned about what everybody would think But I can live for everybody I gotta live my life for me, yeah I've reached a fork in the road of my life And nothing's gonna happen Unless I decide I choose to be the best that I can be I choose to be authentic in everything Things I thought that I would never make it through Filled up with shame from the top of my head to the soles of my shoes I put myself in so many chaotic circumstances By the grace of God I've been given so many second chances But today I decided to let it all go I'm dropping these bags, I'm making room for my joy. Everything yeah. I-
2: Best that you can be. I love that song. I A-B-R-B. love I
3: Man, her music just speaks to the soul of me.
2: I know it. I know it does. I choose to be authentic in everything I do, and that's how you're going to rise and shine in 09. You got to choose to make a choice. You got to choose to be authentic, and you got to choose not to listen to all the other junk that people are trying to tell you who you are. Be who you are. Find out who you are. And then you can start progressing in some and whether you choose
3: or not choose, you made a choice.
2: Yeah, and, and say that again, Sherlin.
3: You have to remember whether you choose or not choose, either way you made a choice.
2: You made a choice. So why not make the right choice?
3: Right. And
2: be uh intentional. Well we have some announcement before we get uh, our next guest comes in. Uh if you just joined us, we want to welcome you to Real Talk with Tanya White. We are having a fantastic time today. Our topic is how to rise and shine in 09 and you do that through four different ways that the show is going to talk about through consistent coaching, through finding the right mentors, through building your personal brand and by unveiling the truth, unveiling the mask in your life. Uh, Real Talk with Tanya White is a lifestyle relationship and news entertainment show that features various guests from all walks of life but each guest will teach you We'll give some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Each show and real talk will be uniquely designed with you in mind. We're here to give inspiration, information, as well as impartation so that you can change your no-I-can not attitude into yes-I-can action. So every show is well thought out, it's well prepared, and we pray about it. I ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want to say? Who do you want to be on the show? So don't think this. This show is just just put together and thrown together. Each show is designed with you in mind, and it's going to give you exactly what you need. This show is rated R, but it's family-friendly. But rated R means it's refreshing, it's relevant, but most importantly, real. That's why we call it Real Talk with Tanya White. This year, Real Talk with Tanya White has the opportunity of a lifetime for some corporations, small business owners, Authors, speakers, and anyone who has a business, a product, or even an event to promote, we want to invite you to become a sponsor of the Real Talk with Tanya White show. And we'd like to welcome our first product sponsor uh, of Real Talk, which is author and playwright Greg Stalwart from Cincinnati, Ohio. He has become one of our gold level product sponsors, and the first three people in chat tonight, they were supposed to email Realtalk at so you can get one of his fantastic books called Double Deceived. Now, I read this book, and it's one thing to be deceived once, but when you get deceived twice, it's a problem. This book is filled with drama about infidelity, what happens when you do something that you ain't supposed to do, and when karma comes back to bite you in the butt. So it's really good as a page turner, and those three people who were in the t- chat earlier today will receive that. To find more about Greg's Star or to find out how to bring his play to your town, please visit www.EmeraldLikeTheJewelEntertainment.net. And we want to thank Greg for becoming our first product sponsors, Gold Level Sponsors at Real Talk with Tanya White. Uh, We have three types of sponsorship. It can be monetary, product, or service. And we have four different levels, levels, platinum, diamond, gold, and silver. To find out more how you can become a sponsor, if you have products or services you want to offer or uh, money you want to give, please visit TanyaWhite.com. And Tanya is T-A-N-White is in the color.com. Look under the Real Talk with Tanya White uh, category. And then that will give you the information that you need. And while you're on tanyawhite.com, sign up for my free inspirational, motivational newsletter, Tanya Wha- Tanya's Tips. It comes out every Thursday. It gives you tips for today to transform your tomorrow. If you're on chat right now, go to tanyawhite.com, sign up in the newsletter icon so you can receive your personalized newsletter every Thursday. And it will empower you to live and love your life to the very fullest. And finally, the Real Talk with Tanya White team has done a phenomenal job with networking and becoming friends with many blog talk hosts out there. We love meeting new people. We love listening to all the phenomenal shows and inviting people to become our friends. We like accepting invitations. And we are proud to announce that this week that we have – Exceeded our goal. We had a goal for January, which was to get 900 friends. We exceeded it this week. We now have 915 Blog Talk friends, and we think that is amazing. We thank everybody who reached out to us and who accepted our invitation. And we also want to thank Alan Levy and the whole Blog Talk team for the new makeover that we have. Uh, it's beautiful, in my in my uh opinion. But we thank them for that, and um, check it out. It's going to take a while before we can get acclimated to the new format and the new setup, but it is well worth it. We are now at our third guest, and we've been talking about how to rise and shine in 09. We've talked to Valerie Burton. She taught us how to rise and shine through coaching. Layman Hicks, young 21-year-old brother out of Florida, who is well on his way to be one of the – phenomenal motivational speakers of this generation. Uh, He taught us how to rise and shine through mentors. And now we have our third guest on the line, Michael D. Brown. Uh, Michael is a sought-after motivational speaker, management expert, and consultant, and best-selling author of Fresh Customer Service. Treat the employee as number one and the customer as number two, and you will get customers for life. Uh, Michael has uh, also motivated and help hundreds of individuals and entrepreneurs move from a stage of mediocrity to an exciting place where they achieve both continuous and exponential success. I want you to encourage everybody to visit his website at themichaeldbrown.com. He is going to talk to us about building a personal brand. And Sherlyn, I, I talk to a lot of people about branding and um, building a brand, and a lot of people don't understand what it is, but Michael is going to give us his tips, his expertise on how to build the personal brand. So let's click him on right now. Mr. Brown?
1: Hello, Tanya. How are you?
2: I am fantastic. Thank Happy you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, and welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. We have given a little uh, intro of who you are,
8: Thank
4: but
2: you. I would love for you to tell our audience who you are in your own words.
1: Who am I in my own words? That's a good question. Well, I spent uh, quite a few years in climbing the corporate ladder, actually uh, reached the, the, the very pinnacle in a very short amount of time, leading organizations of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, did that by really started becoming a brand and yeah. right out of college, competing in the top uh, five countries uh, companies in the world, a Fortune 5 company with 120,000 employees, it is hard to get noticed, and mm-hmm. I developed this concept called Get a Brand or Die Generic that I used uh, actually right out of college mm-hmm. and began to refine it and built a business around it, built a consultant practice around it, and um, took that and turned it into what we call Fresh Customer Service, which is the, the book that you talked about. So. I'm someone who really helps deliver help folks deliver results. That's my main goal. I'm not interested in anything else in anything else except helping people deliver results, especially in this economy.
2: And and that's what we need is results. We talked about early in our show about how we can have an idea but we'll sit on that idea and don't move on it. Um and you have you talk about a concept that I love and I'm very passionate about myself. And that is branding, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't understand how important that is to brand yourself uh not only if you have a business but personally you need need to develop to develop a personal brand mm-hmm. so I want you to explain your uh branding or if you can- ex- expand on your concept of get a brand or die a generic because that's what will happen sure, if you don't sure. get a brand
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me let me set a little bit of context i mean it it I don't think we have to look farther than a few centimeters to realize that the world world is changing. Companies, organizations, the customers all expect more, uh, and they want that from branded leaders who can deliver results. If they see you as generic, then there's really no need to deal with you as they can get generic any place. Exactly. So when you look at today's competitive and this roller coaster world, essentially you're either distinct or you become extinct. And if you're going to survive in '09 and prosper and achieve this great success that is yours to be had, you have to become a personal brand. And it's when you develop that brand you're able to deliver the experience that people are willing to subscribe to and or pay for. That's why we pay less for generic because it has less value. It's perceived as less. And we pay more for brands. Uh, so you can't take yourself, if you work for a company or you have your own business, you can't move to the uh, to another level until you yourself become a personal brand. And it's what successful people have been doing all the time, It and it's one of the, the secrets that just started to come out within the last 10 years. You look at people like Martha Stewart, Tiger Woods, and, mm-hmm. and Oprah. All of those are personal brands that we gravitate to, and they're byproducts that they produce. That's why we, we buy things, because we believe Oprah is a brand of value and integrity. So if she says it's good, we believe it. So exactly. there's a clear um, distinction there. But if you look, you look for a definition of, of personal branding, I'll give you a very quick one that I've used. Is, it's really precisely, Tanya, where you lay out and clearly communicate what makes you different and unique. And then you take this uniqueness and difference and distance yourself from your competition so you can accelerate your success while continuing to refresh the brand. And I will talk about refresh over and over again because the brand cannot stalemate, stagnate, and stand still. It has to continue to stay fresh.
2: Mm -hmm. That's that's when, uh, because my background is in business. So I was, uh, when I got into my uh, author and being coaching, I understood it. But if you just look at everybody, like you said, Oprah, uh, even Tara Banks is carving herself to be uh, a phenomenal brand name. You have to, like you said, distance yourself. I like that. Distance yourself and make yourself unique. And Absolutely. it goes back to what uh, our first guest said, uh, Valerie Burton. You have to know who you are, and when you know who you are, and get over some issues, you won't help, you won't hesitate, but to walk in that greatness that you are as a brand. Mm -hmm. As a personal brand. That's how I see it. I'm on the right track.
1: You are and you know, it's the the thing that that is most confusing about branding Mm -hmm. is because when we say create a personal brand, everybody tries to run to the shelf and create something from someone else. Well the uniqueness when you tap inside of your DNA, all of us have a brand that we can harness and turn into an empire. Yeah. That's what we have to do, and 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 the reason that brands fail oftentimes is because we're trying, sorry, because we're trying to duplicate someone else, and it is is it is not authentic, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's not something that you can do with passion. Yes,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. that that word, that key word is authenticity. You have yeah. to be authentic. Charlene, do you? I have a co-host, Charlene. Do you have anything to chime in on?
3: Ask me. What? I am taking notes.
2: <laughs> oh, okay,
4: you do. <laughs>
3: Because he, what he's saying is so key. You know, a lot, a lot of people are so um, adamant about getting their business out there or getting their book out, and they're not looking at the marketing aspect and how your brand is. It's like your um, Fingerprints is part of you. That's what people recognize you by. So you have to make sure that you're being authentic and delivering, you know, that brand because they may not remember your name or what you say, but they remember that brand that you have. So the branding is key in anything that you do.
1: Absolutely.
2: That's absolutely right. If you just joined us, we're talking to Michael Brown, uh, talking about personal branding. Uh, How long? We're talking about Branding. And I consult a lot of small business owners and uh, church leaders, and uh, this concept is very hard for them to grasp, especially with church leaders. Uh, They don't think that branding is necessary because they're in a church or, you know. um, But I try to hit it home. It it is very important, especially with this new generation. We're in a media-driven society, so we have to stand out. How long does it actually take to build a recognizable yet unique brand image?
1: You know, I'll, I'll answer that in two parts. First, to, because the church and, the, and that whole body has been a very reluctant body around, around branding. Mm-hmm. That's why you see now today that the churches that are growing and have the 25 and the 40,000 members are the churches who have a branded experience. Exactly. People know all over the world, if I go to Joel Osteen or T.D. Jakes, this is exactly what I'm going to get so when people have a need or a problem and they're searching for something in their lives, they're going to go to a proven place to get it. Exactly. Hence, the church needs to provide an experience, whatever that experience might be. I'm not saying everybody needs to be a mega church, but you need to clearly say, this is the experience I'm going to de- de- deliver to the parishioners, and we're going to make it consistent. It's going to be consistent. So... Um, that that whole piece is 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 important, and I'll I'll tell you a story. We were doing a book signing at Borders mm-hmm. about six months ago, and the book signing went for eleven hours, the as longest as I've ever signed books I wow. think it's for, forever. But it was so interesting. This was a book on fresh customer service, and forty percent of the people told me point blank, "You look like someone who's good at delivering customer service." Wow. It wasn't, it, it wasn't something that I had purpose to do. That's not what we really do at book signings. But I'm mm-hmm. authentic enough to say I'm going to speak to customers when they come through the door, whether mm-hmm. they, they're coming to the book signing or not. They're coming into borders. I'm going to thank them. And people sit, sat there, business owners, and said, how do you get that down to employees? So it wasn't the book that they saw first. They saw me as, exactly. as a representative of the book.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's so important. And that's, and that's one of the points I always make. Uh, when I consult small business owners and church leaders, people are going to connect with you first and foremost. And so that's why it's important uh, when I try to tell them, uh, ask them when when they're coaching or consulting with me, I ask them about personal issues in their life because they don't think that their personal life has anything to do with their brand, Mm -hmm. which is far, far from the truth. Mm -hmm. Far, far from the
1: truth. And I'm sorry, I don't know if I answered your question, but you know, you know this personal branding piece when we talk about time, and it actually takes seconds. And, and, and if you think about it, and, and if you'll just take it, if the callers will take a second, within three seconds of us seeing someone, we have already formed irreversible opinions about mm-hmm. that person.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: We spend the next amount of time validating what we thought in the first three seconds. So that brand can start now and it is a lifelong process but you have to start it now the 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 80% of my business in 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 and and brandon is helping people undo an image that they did not know existed about them right and the because once people have formed this perception you spent, that's where you spend the millions of dollars undoing that when you put out a bad book for example that's horrible that's that's not grammatically correct that is coming apart at the seams you will never get back into the marketplace. You have to buy your way back in there to buy that credibility back. Wow. So brandon starts it, it needs to start now. Yes. And you continue to evaluate it because you. And, and the first test you can you can do is I have a brand board of advisors who keep me straight. And yes. and 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 you go to your friends and say, what do you think of me? And mm-hmm. and or if you go up to a complete stranger, or you have people to blog on your website, what do you think of my site when you first go through it? Exactly. I can tell you, we've went through ten websites.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Because we had to get the branding right, and you test things and and you see how people respond to it. The same thing with yourselves. Mm-hmm. There's some things that you'll have to work on, and uh, people say it's a, it's the physical piece of it, but a lot of it is is a mental part as well, and mm-hmm. what you what you portray to uh, to other folks and how they mm-hmm. perceive it.
2: So, when, and when I ask people, when I when I ask people, what what do you want people to notice about you or remember about you? Uh, a lot of people, it's difficult because, like you said, it's getting to know who you are and dealing with some things um, about yourself, and that is hard to deal with, especially when you go as friends and cu- uh, customers. What do you think about me?
4: Because
2: mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. people are uh, kind of um, over over, um, whatever. They're dealing with rejection or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, those issues, and they don't want to hear the truth. Like that movie said, you can't handle the truth. A lot of people cannot handle the mm-hmm. truth about what people see them as. So they operate out of what they want instead of who they are,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then work from there. Yeah. That's why I
4: see.
1: I think you, you have to put on a little scan. I can tell you from experience, yes. I hated criticism with a passion. Yes. And in corporate America, My bosses knew that, so they would sugarcoat things, and I could not figure out why am I not moving ahead because they they didn't want to offend me because I wouldn't receive it well, so they just told me I was a great performer. So I spent three years not getting critical skills that would have even put me quicker ahead. So when I started opening myself up and say, "No, tell me the unfiltered truth. What do I need to work on? I don't need to drink my own Kool-Aid. I, right. I don't. I, I don't like that flavor. <laughs> I've had enough of it. I've had it for thirty-six years. Yeah. So I'm I'm willing to to any time someone is willing to give you free advice with no strings attached attached to it and no other, other agendas, it is the best consultant that you can get in the world for free. Take yes. it.
8: Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah have anything to say Cheryl?
3: no i'm just okay. agreeing hundred percent
2: okay <laughs> all right michael let's talk about um building a brand we, we already know of um the image thing but what so say i'm an author i'm trying to first get out there and trying to build a brand before i write a book i have to build an audience and i have to build that awareness so to say what are some things that i need to put in place
1: well, you know, I I have a, a, a formula that that okay. will work for any situation. And when when we talk about get a brand or die generic, get a brand or die generic is underpinned by a formula that we call the word fresh, and the word passion.
4: Okay.
1: Fresh talks about uh, no matter what you're doing in life, you have to stay on top of your game, and you have to stay fresh about it. You have to yeah. be willing to present a different angle. There are a lot of books on how to bake chocolate chip cookies. For you to write a book on chocolate, chocolate chip cookies, what is it that's so different about you? Okay. So that's about staying fresh and getting another edge. When we look at passion, passion itself we break down in an acronym, and the P is really about preparation. you got to get the right substance for your brand. Mm-hmm. So if I'm an author, looking to be an author, do I have the right skills? Do I have the right training? Do I have the right knowledge? One of the things that's so hard for us to do as entrepreneurs and, and as people who work is we're so gung-ho about going forward and we're so passionate about it, we're not willing to sit back and be schooled. Right. And that's where your foundation is weakest. You don't have the right skill set and the right knowledge base and the right training. So that's the preparation phase on whatever you're going with. If you want to bake chocolate chip cookies then go to the cooking school as, to get the right skills. Mm-hmm. And then there's this piece about aspiration, because when you figure out what is my aspiration, that ensures that you're going to be building a brand that will help you to help you achieve what you're really seeking out of life. You mm-hmm. cannot separate if I want to be an author and I hate writing. Is that my <laughs> aspiration? Or I want to do this because I need to get out of a financial situation. Yes. Well, you're not going to do it 100% because we cannot do anything 100%. Ten percent, unless we're passionate about it. That's why we hate to go to work, because we're at jobs that we hate. So what what am I aspiring to do with life? Let me figure that out as after I so I know what I'm preparing for. Mm -hmm. And then this other piece, and we're talking about passion. P A S S is about staying laser focused. That ensures that you stay on track and you don't get derailed and slip into this oblivious place called generic. Mm-hmm. the difference between people who succeed and fail are the people who are uh, who can stay focused and the folks who can stay off track i can tell you i have clients who one day they want to be an engineer the next day they want to go save the world and now they want to write a book and th- and yes. then tomorrow they want to be a multi-level marketing specialist and then yes. they want no we have Focus the same in. client, Michael. <laughs> Focus in. It's, it's, it's okay. I applaud you all over the board, but time does not afford us the luxury to be all over the board right now. It's exactly. just not the right time, maybe in the next life. Yeah. And then once you get that, the other S in passion is you need to be able to sail like you are crazy. Mm-hmm. That allows you to passionately and authentically and convincingly communicate the value so that your audience, your customers, your subscribers, your buyers, your new the people who are going to be looking at your book will understand within 30 seconds, this is what Tanya brings, mm-hmm. and I believe it because she's yeah. able to sell it. Not sell smoke and mirrors, but sell from the inside of a gut, and that's where that passion will come out at.
2: That, and, and that's that, critical because people think sale is just getting that one-time thing, but I believe selling is about the people coming back and mm-hmm. having that belief in you. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. A lot of people just want that one-time customer, and you're going to be forever on the circle if you just operate that way. Absolutely. So, okay, I'm sorry. And, and no, the,
1: you, that's a great point there. And then the I is about invigorate.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Because what, what, what is happening now and why 2009 is such a great time to be alive, yeah. and for those of you who are on the phone, because so many people have lost their zeal to live, mm-hmm. to produce, to move forward, forward. If you can stay invigorated through this season, Mm-hmm. Remember, misery has enough company. They don't really need you. They, right. they, they, you don't need to bring a comfort <laughs> dish to the party. You, they don't need you anymore. So stay invigorated. And you have to get to this point where you can invigorate yourself, but you cannot. A lot of us outsource that to someone else.
8: Yeah. When you
1: allow someone else to control, to invigorate you and make you happy, they can pull it at any moment.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So you need to own invigoration yourself. I I have a, a system when when things don't go right and 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 I haven't delivered or something. I have a conference call with myself. Like mm-hmm. Michael, get yes. it together. Get it. Dial one eight hundred. Get Michael. Get <laughs> get your, get yourself together.
4: Yes. Calm
1: down and get yourself together. And it will send signals to your brains that are unbelievable. Yes. And before you know it, you're like, okay, I didn't need to. Call my friend because when you give someone else that liberty, again, they they have other agendas and they yeah. will not let them know. It will build it into the solution, and mm-hmm. it's not a, a solution that is going to help you. And then the O is about omitting the negative.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Th- that will derail you quicker than anything because negativity will come at you from all angle angles. Yeah. Your ability is to say, "Thank you so much for giving me taking the time out of your busy schedule and giving me that advice. I appreciate it." And I appreciate the fact that you have so much free time in your life that you can concoct that story to tell me thank you. Because the real estate space in your head is too valuable to let it sit there. You deal with it, you process process it, and give it back to them to deal with.
4: Exactly. No, don't let
1: them deposit that stuff with you. No way. And then the end in passion is about nail the brand. This is a piece we're talking about now yes. is now that you understand who you are, it needs to penetrate every area of your life and everything you touch, from the website to the way you walk to the way yes. you dress to the car you drive. This is the Ford, Festiva, or Kia. It needs to represent you. It just needs to be clean yes. if, if that's the brand that you're portraying. And that's when that whole package comes together because now you have someone who's mentally and physically equipped to fight.
2: That's it. That's it. Wow. And like you said, in those three seconds, whether they're visiting your website, whether they're looking at a card, whether they're looking at your book in the bookstore, whatever it is, looking at a CD, whatever you're doing, people okay. form that opinion. And do you want them to say, "Ugh," or do you want them to say, "Okay, let me find out more about this person." Mm-hmm. And and I I made a conscious decision every, even when before I'm a planner, I always plan things. I'm very strategic. And sometimes people are like, what are you doing? But I'm seeing past this month or past this year. I'm seeing what I'm doing now is going to affect what happens two or three years from now. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm planning things and building my brand and reinventing it, like you said, and we didn't touch on that, but you have to constantly stay fresh. Absolutely. Um, Tara Banks, I love her show, but her sh- opening show says, do you want to be on top? And then these words, you words. You've got to be fierce. You've got to be fabulous. You've got to be fresh, all those things. You've got to do that to stay on top of your game
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, and build a brand. Michael, we've come to the end of our segment.
4: My you pleasure. Been
2: wonderful, wonderful, and I really want to have you back on a segment in the future so we can have more time. But I want you, at this time, give out your contact information, how people can visit your awesome website. Uh,
1: Sure, sure. One of the things that I want all of us to remember, and I'll go really, really fast, is okay. the no matter what you do in life, you have to give back. And yeah. Tanya and I just met over the last, actually met through my PR person. And I'm going to sow a seed into your listeners, and what they can do is go to dot the michael m i c h a e l d like David Brown. com the Michael D Brown. com Mm -hmm. And what you're going to do is you're going to go on the website, you're going to go to our products page. Mm -hmm. When you get to the products page, you'll see a number of things that you can buy. You click on Fresh Coaching. Our Fresh Coaching, I think, is now $279 an hour. Mm -hmm. When you click on that, you're going to go to the promo code, and you're going to enter the word TANYA. T-A-N-Y-A, yes. and what that will do is erase the cost. You won't get the full hour because you guys will kill me. You'll get, <laughs> a, you'll get a half an hour. Any listener will get a half an hour, and, wow. and my assistant will set that up for you because that is about giving back to, to folks who really want to make this happen in 09. Your only commitment is to click on there, enter the code Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A, the assistant will set you, it'll come in like a product. The assistant will set some time, and you won't get any coaching by an assistant. They will actually connect you with me over time. So uh, mm-hmm. that is. Well, thank you uh, my so investment. much,
2: Mr. Michael D. Brown.
1: My pleasure. I
2: know they are going to take advantage of this, and you'll probably be flooded.
4: <laughs> but Wait. that's a good
2: thing because see, <laughs> when I went to his website, I, I found you on blackexpert.com. Uh-huh. Big shout out to blackexpert.com. If you need a guess or need information about any experts, go to that website. But I was drawn to your page, your profile, uh, and then when I went to your website, I was like, yep, he's the one. I need him.
4: About <laughs> branding,
2: there is no other, but phenomenal job with uh, everything. I know I will be in contact with you uh, as I continue to refresh and reinvent my brand as well.
4: Um,
1: right. Any Check last this.
4: words?
2: Right.
1: Check the site out if you, uh, yes. if, you didn't, if you didn't get the product, if you don't put Tanya in there and you say, Mr. Brown, I forgot the code. Send an email. Lauren will get it and, and get you set up. But I tell you, 2009, all of you, this is the year. This is our defining moment. Yes. Who will you become? Yes. Just let that marinate tonight. This is my defining moment. Who will I become? Wow. You made it through 2008, one of the, the most horrific years we've had in the world. Nothing else can be as worse. <laughs> Nothing
0: else. I know
7: you're right.
1: So best of luck to all of you. Let me know if there's any way that I can help any of you, and, and I'm more than happy to do it. It may take a little bit of time because we are a bit busy, but yeah. the commitment is to sow into to you, to your, to your lives. So.
0: Well, thank
2: you for the promo code. Those out there, please take advantage of that 30, minute. 30 minutes is a lot of time, whether you believe it or not. Uh, you will be on the path to greater and bigger things. Thank you so much, Mr. Brown, for taking time out of your busy schedule. I will follow up with Lauren um, on this conversation, probably set up something in the future. But other than that, you have a fantastic year and a fantastic weekend.
1: Very well. Have a good Thanks. day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. bye bye
3: Wow, Sherwin, wow. now, now this show he has was, been awesome. He set it off. <laughs> yes. And, you know, the thing about, although he was speaking about passion as far as branding, there are actually yes. keys for life.
2: Keys for life. Because branding is, I wrote an issue about this in Tanya's tips, one issue about how to rise and shine. It's your signature style. Yes. It's who people see you as, who they will remember you by. And I got the inspiration from Tyra Banks. I watched it, me and my beautiful niece, Emery. We love that show, uh, America's Next Top Model. Um, But in the opening song, do you want to be on top? And then it's flash around here. You got to be fierce. You got to be fabulous. You got to do this. And that's what a brand is. It's who you are and who you want people to know you as. But it starts with knowing who you are. And when you know who you are, I'm telling you, it'll click, and you'll hear that song in your mind. She's a bad mamma jammer, and you'll be rocking and throwing
3: (laughs) down there. That's who I am. And you know what's so funny about branding? Even if you're not a small business owner, even if you're not an author or in the public eye, when you go to work every day, you have a brand. People know you as either the gossiper or the one they can depend on. Yes. So it's, I don't want people to think, although he was speaking about branding as far as business, even if you have no business and you're working for someone else and if you have no desire to start your business, your lifestyle is your brand.
4: Yes,
2: And if you
3: want your lifestyle, you want your brand to speak volumes for you long after you're gone.
2: Long after you're gone. Yes. Yes. Well, this show, I'm telling you, every show I pray about, and I say, Lord, do what you will. In every single show, he has done that. Each guest who does not know each other, except layman, you and layman, know, but all said basically the same thing.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, Sherlyn, thank you for being my wonderful co-host. And oh we want God. you to, you know, kind of wrap it up and tell us what unveiling the mask is. We talked about how to rise and shine. Through uh, consistent coaching. Layman talk, told us about finding the right mentor. Uh, Michael Brown just told us about building that brand. Now you have a concept about unveiling the mask, and that is the hardest thing for us to do. Talk about it in about eight minutes, Sherilyn, because time has flown <laughs> by. I'm I telling know. you.
3: Well, you know, really and truly, when I sat down and, you know, I, I, I remember being in a brainstorming session with my coach uh, and uh, mentor, Debrina Jackson-Gandy,
4: mm-hmm. and
3: um, it really was about, I didn't want to be a carbon copy, as Michael was saying, die generic. I didn't want to be a carbon copy of someone else. So I sat in meditation, and I remember I was washing dishes, and the name unveiling the Mask came. And when I thought about it and when you think about it, we wear so many masks in life to hide who we really are. You know, you can ask anyone, do you love yourself? And they say, oh, yeah, girl, I love myself. But when you look at their homes and it's filled with clutter, when you look at that they are wearing, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it, but sometimes people wear masks behind their economic status or they wear masks behind their degrees or maybe it's behind the fact that, you know, their relationship. We never really want people to see the core of us because we feel that that reveals vulnerability. And we don't want anyone to see us vulnerable because then we think they can take advantage of us. But Mm -hmm. when you really are vulnerable and you let that mask, you release all pretenses, let the weave go and let the nails and be who you are authentically, Mm -hmm. then it, it, it speaks volumes because you are who you are and you don't care who like it. You know, and it's something about when you reveal the mask and unveil them and be free, you release burdens that you have been trying to hide for people to like you. Mm -hmm. You know, and we, like I said, it doesn't matter what aspect. Some people, for me, for a long period of time, I used to have a shopping mask. Because I wanted, you know, and and it's so crazy because I would go spend money, I was already in debt, I would go spend money buying things that I really didn't need to impress people I really didn't even like. Yeah, who really didn't like you. And no. But I wanted them to think I was at a level that I hadn't really arrived at. It wasn't even faking it till you made it. It was just like, well, I'm gonna spend my money and do this and when it was all said and done and the lights and cameras went off, I ended up feeling worse.
4: Yes. Because
3: now I've dug a bigger hole for myself. Mhm. Now I have to try to cover up for that. So it finally got to the point where I did some real Self-discovery and the thing about it, let me tell you, you never get to a point when you're done discovering who you are.
2: No, it's a you. That's a
3: lifetime purpose. Mm-hmm. That's a lifetime goal because each level, each year, each day, you find out more about yourself. But are you really ready to roll up them sleeves? And, and say, what is this about? What is what this is it stopping about? about? What is um, not being able to be alone and always jumping yes. from one relationship to another relate? What is it really about? When you get down there to that, honey, when you walk into the room, the room will light up.
2: Will light up. When and you that know is what it is about.
3: Yes, because people, and, it, and it's not about looking like Tyra Banks or Janet Jackson. When you truly know who you are, Honey, you can turn heads, and you can be in your jogging pants. (laughs) Exactly. It's about that authenticity. It's about that confidence. It's about knowing that you're the bomb, and you don't care who else knows it. You know, so it's really about, and it's it's time, you know, the world are calling out for us to really take a stand and be who we are and, and say that it's okay if you don't like me. Yes. But I love me. I, I, I,
2: I'm the I, best I preach, thing that God created. <laughs> I preach a sermon called, So What? Let You know, because we, we go by, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Mm-hmm. I said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so what? Because when you really understand redemption, when you really understand Romans 8.31, if God is for me, who can be against me? When you really understand that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in the Lord, when you really understand that all things really do work together, then. Mm-hmm. You can say so what to a whole lot of things, and when I start saying that, Shirley, let me tell you, it was like an elephant came off my chest, mm-hmm. and uh, I was no longer burdened down. When I start saying so what, because so what means God is sovereign. Whether you, whether whatever you do to me, it's okay.
4: Mm-hmm. God
2: is omnipotent. Mm-hmm. So, so whatever, whatever you talk about, whatever you t- try to sabotage my way, I don't care. So I say so what. God is worthy. God is he's awesome. He's he's just triumphant. So what? Whatever you do, I am redeemed, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So I can say so what to a lot of this mess that you're trying to bring in my life. So when yes. you start saying that
4: mm-hmm. my
2: goodness, I tell you that that what that is what made my light come on when I was to turn thirty. I said I have to start saying so what to a whole and lot you know, of people <laughs> And, you know, for
3: you, you were saying, so what? And I think I was saying, who cares?
4: Who cares? I, I mean,
3: I got to the point to where, and, you know, sometimes, I hate to say it, but sometimes we Christians, we quote them scriptures and we don't believe it ourselves.
2: No, we don't. So,
3: you know, when you really get down, and for me, I didn't start really really reading the Bible because I started pouring into myself. I started investing into myself. I had to put the romance novels down. I had to put the street lit down. And I had to start reading books that edified who I was, that spoke to me, that told me that I I could achieve all things when I didn't even believe I could, you know, get past working a nine-to-five.
4: So I
3: had to really pour into people who poured into me. And sometimes you have to believe in other people's belief in you before you believe in yourself. And so when I started going out and started talking to myself, and people say, that's the craziest thing you could do, stand in front So what, I I may feel silly, but now it got to the point to where nobody can shake me because Mm -hmm. when people tell me, you're going to have obstacles. I mean, Mm -hmm. they talked about Jesus Christ, so who do you think you are that you ain't going to be talked about or lied on? But when it got to the point to where Mm -hmm. I started building myself up, when people started talking about me or trying to bring me down, yeah. I shook my head at them. I thought they were, you know, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love me. What's wrong with yeah. you? What is wrong? <laughs> you don't wrong see with the me? greatness. <laughs> you know, you just got to get to a point to where you're not moved by people because people right. are fickle. They'll love you today and hate you tomorrow and don't have a reason to. So I wake up every morning when I look in the mirror, I say I'm a record breaking, trailblazing, trend setting, <laughs> money making go getter. And you're then I so say, girl. go get it. So, you know, you have to find that affirmation that speaks to who you are yes. and turn it around. Because, and then when you you can walk outside with your head up and people be like, it's something about her. Exactly. You know, and you haven't even spoke yet. So you have to, when you build that confidence up, man, mm. the, the sky is beyond the limit for it's you. It's beyond that.
2: There is no limit. There is no, no, it's limit. not. Especially when you're walking under anointing and assignment of God. My goodness, there mm. is no limit. People be wondering, well, how is she doing what she doing? How is he doing what he's doing? And they don't understand because I did the work to unveil the mask. Yeah. I dealt with the truth about myself. I found out what was really holding me back. When mm-hmm. I did that, I discovered my purpose. When mm-hmm. I discovered my purpose, I found out I needed some help. So mm-hmm. that's where I got a coach. I got the right mentors. They told me, uh, you know, yes, you can do certain things. And then I start thinking of myself as a brand, as a personal brand. What do I want people to remember about me? Somebody told me this once. I don't want you. I don't want to be a moment in your life. I want to be a memory, and I I want that memory to be good memories. And so right. everything I do, every single thing that I do, I want people to first of all say that's Tanya. Everything when they go to my website, when they go to the page, they don't see nobody else but Tanya. I'm not trying to be anybody else. But right. when they leave there, they remember something about me uh, from right. that site, whether it's a song, or the scene. And when they hear that again outside of uh, the compounds of where they met me at, they will automatically think of me and have good thoughts.
4: Uh-huh.
2: And so um, that's what it is about people. This year is your year. To rise and shine.
3: And be divine in 2009.
2: That's it. It's all about, we are, we, there are so many phenomenal things that, that are going to happen. But it's not going to come without a struggle that we talked about. It's going to be painful, some things. You're going to have to go through some labor. But if you press forward, this is like, like you sent out today, I'm pregnant yeah was her newsletter today,, and you know,
3: right? yeah, you know that I've received so much feedback about that newsletter, yes. and as I shared with you earlier. It wasn't even news. I don't know where that newsletter came from because I yes. had, like, four others to send out. But, you know, people tend to feel like, well, I'm going to start my business. And when they go out and get a loan or when they yeah, start looking thing. for people because it's not easily readily available to them, right. they say, okay, it must be wrong. I'm not going to yes. do it. But when you're pregnant and oh. then labor pains come, you can't say, uh-oh, I don't want to have this baby. Exactly. <laughs> i got to give that up. Once you get through that pain, the most beautiful miracle appears that lasts a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So the thing about what I want people to unveil the mass and understand is when that pain or that challenge or that difficulty comes, yeah. honey, it's not about just being on the edge of a breakthrough. It's building those muscles in you. So you can have whatever you're going through, whatever business, opportunity, whatever it is, it's not only for you because everything you do in life, you're supposed to assist someone else.
1: It's not about
3: making it to the top so you're at the top and no one else can surround you. When you go to the top, you should have people coming up right behind you, a step or two behind. So those pains that you're going through and that difficulty you're going through is for you to appreciate and understand Who it is and what it took to get there. Sometimes we get caught up in who we are and forget Mm. that it was God. Or whoever our spiritual bringing is that yes. led the way, so we can be able to stand on. Even now, you know, even that now, although I have plenty of mentors, yes. I'm still living the dream and standing on the shoulders of my ancestors, my great grandmother, yes. many people who have already paid the way through prayers, saying that I don't want my granddaughter or my great granddaughter, my great niece, yes. to go through the struggles I did. So I'm gonna do whatever it takes.
4: Yes. You know
3: what. It, being beat being a whole whatever it takes i'm going to do that in order to turn this situation around so they would have a better and many of them didn't even live the dream themselves yeah, exactly. but,
2: but they, they had a, they, they the knew what the purpose so that was. we could have it exactly and Girl, that's we, we got a call from florida
3: oh now, We're
2: going to take a quick call this this time has flown by we're going to take a quick <laughs> call And then, you know, we're going to be together. You're going to co-host them. We're going to be together many times. Hello, it.
7: 786. Welcome to Real Talk with Tonya White. Well, thank you so very much. How are you guys doing today? We are fabulous. Fabulous. Who's on the line with us? Uh, This is Pastor Variant. Hi, Pastor Pastor Variant. How are you? I am wonderful, blessed, and I see how God has just brought me here. And you just opened up so many... Windows from heaven for me. <laughs> well, God, I, I don't know, know. Where, where I'm coming and going. <laughs> well,
2: I tell everybody, I pray about this show every show and say, God, do what you
7: will. So, would you like to share a question or comment or? No, I just want to say, keep doing what you're doing. You know, I'd love to have you ladies help me also on my show with inspiring and empowering because that's one of the things that I think. We all need to do.
2: We right. all got to
7: get involved because if we don't, who will? Yeah.
4: Who
2: will? I would love to be on the show. Just send me an uh, email at Real Talk with
7: Tanya White. I do it through the Block Talk site. But thank you okay. so much. I've hey, seen I would love the to. on Well, thank you. And I'll be shouting you out on my show from here on out because well, I want well, people to get over there and hear that. Okay. <laughs> and I'm having a women in
2: ministry for women. I'm going to contact you. It's going to be a very very uh, relevant uh, show of deliverance. I will email you about that, Pastor
7: Barrett. Also, okay, good because I have the conference coming up as well, March the nineteenth and the twentieth. So yeah, get with me.
2: Okay then. Well, you have a fantastic. I'm gonna put you on mute and we're gonna wrap it up, Sherilyn. Okay. Okay, excellent. Okay with that. Okay, I'm sorry, Pastor Barrett, if I cut you off too soon. I'm still trying to learn this tech side, girl. I'm gonna need a producer pretty soon. To me, sad, just girls, to I girl, sometimes. <laughs> but this show has been phenomenal, girl. Thank you so much, Sherlyn, for agreeing to co-host. I know it was divine. It wasn't an accident. And we, I mean, the time just flies by. Yes, the
0: yes. The time just
2: flies by. Give your information real quick before I wrap it up and we close out.
3: Yes, you can reach me at www.unveilingthemask.com. Mask dot com. Uh, You can email me your feedback at info at unveilingthemask dot com. And Tanya, I also believe in giving back. So Mm -hmm. any listener or caller that's on the air, if you would email me um, Mm -hmm. and purchase my book Weekly Wisdom, I'm going to send you the book that me and Layman co-wrote together, Mm -hmm. Unleash the Passion for Your Purpose, for free. So you're going to get two books for the price of one. one.
2: Listen, Real Talk loves giving real gifts. I love gifts. <laughs> thank you so much, Sherlyn Hoan. Just a second. I want to thank everybody who came and was in the chat. Kirby Queen, you are a gift from God, holding down the chat room. Thanks for helping us, sister, out. Everybody in the chat who has been online from the beginning, Miss Mel, Miss Smokey775, Pastor Barron. Inspire Me Radio, hello, Um, Hospitality Diva, Hold the Vision Radio, uh, Firestarter, all the guests that have been on, thank you so much. This topic today was how to teach you how to rise and shine in 09, and as each guest said, we are in a state right now that this year you can birth your dreams, you can birth your vision, but you have to first you got to first unveil those masks. you got to deal with some issues, deal with the truth, find out who you are. Then when you find out who you are, what your purpose is, get a consistent coach. Coaching is not about I'm going to call someone and get some advice real quick and then I can do. Coaching is about a consistent accountability person who is very, uh, who is very uh, into what you're supposed to do and willing to get you there. Then you need to find the right mentors, and as Michael Brown said, Build your personal brand. Thank you so much to my former life coach and the woman who is responsible for me being and doing what I'm supposed to do today, Valerie Burton. Visit her site at ValerieBurton.com. Layman Hicks, LaymanHicks.com, young brother, rising star. Get him for your youth, a day, your youth seminar, whatever. Get him right now. Uh, Mr. Michael D. Brown, he has offered 30-minute free coaching. Take advantage of that. I know I am. For anybody who goes to his site, themichaeldbrown.com, go to the products page and put in promo Tanya, T A N Y A. If you can't find it, just shoot them an email. Tell them he offered something on our show. They will get back with you. And Sherlyn has offered another gift. Visit her site at unveilingthemask.com. You buy her book, Weekly Wisdom, which is phenomenal. We're going to have her back on the show to discuss her book. Uh, you'll get another book that she just co-wrote, called Unleash the Passion, for your purpose. And visit her at unveilingthemask.com. Visit my site, tanyawhite.com. Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A.com is in the color. Uh, Sign up for Tanya's tips. Buy Relationship Reruns, which is going to be our February 5th show. It's going to be a hot show. And how to deal with a difficult woman. Get those relationships right, because 95% of why we have unrealized passion, unrealized uh, potential, is because of the relationships We have in our life. Wow, it has been a great show. Join us next week at our regular time of 6 p.m. We came up an hour early because I had to get Valerie Burton in today uh, to meet her schedule. We'll be talking about next week is Inauguration Weekend. We're talking about having the audacity to dream, the incredible dream, and to make them come true. My friend, my sister from Louisville who just got uh, a church, God blessed her to be pastor. Savaske Bray is going to come co-host with me. Talk about it's in you. Uh, Darnell Jervy, Thomas Salim, and uh, Block Talks own Benny Randall will be here. Join us next week at 6 p.m. and we're going to close out. What our theme for this month is by talk about begin again by Julia Royston, who's going to be here at the end of the month. If you've fallen by the wayside, just believe in God, believe in yourself that you can begin again. Have a fantastic weekend. Keep it real, keep it relevant, and keep it refreshing. Join you next week. Love, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: know it's been
4: rough
0: the days
4: were long
0: and the nights
4: were tough
0: but it